Hey there, this is Andy Flynn, editor of the Lake Placid News. I'm talking to you from my dining room office. I'm working from home during the pandemic. These are certainly different times. There's no new normal yet. So I was going through the archive of our We Are Lake Placid podcast, and I came across this one from 2018. I hope it brings you back to some normal times. Going down that dirt road. Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid. Brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. If you're like me, you want to stay healthy. That's where Adronic Health comes in. Their medically integrated fitness center is open in Lake Placid. Get a public membership. It includes access to an expensive fitness floor with top-of-the-line cardio equipment, strength training equipment, a 25-yard lap pool. You can sign up for yoga, spin, or aquatic classes, or work with a private fitness coach. Maybe get medical programming designed just for you. Open Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 4. You can sign up at ahmedicalfitness.org or call 518 518- 523-8521. Adirondack Health. Better health, better lives. Agriculture is a growing industry in the Adirondacks, especially here in Essex County. There are more farms now than there were 20 years ago. Consumers look forward to getting their fresh fruit and their vegetables, cheese, meat, other products from our local farmers, usually at farmer's markets in the summer. Two years ago, Lake Placid News staff writer Griffin Kelly stopped by the Fledging Crow Farm in Keysville, and he spoke with Ian Ader, who runs the farm, about community-supported agriculture. So CSA is um, it's a program that started some years ago um, in the United States, and the idea is that um, a farm markets their product um, sort of the fall or the winter before they actually grow it. Um, so we can take an income from community members, um, and it gives us income to operate through the winter to pay our bills. Um, gives us operating capital. <clears throat> um, our community support agriculture has gone from thirty dedicated people back in two thousand nine. Um, a couple years ago, we were up to almost five hundred and fifty members. This year, we're at about about three hundred members. We do. Um, we do pickups um, in Plattsburgh, Saranac Lake, Keene Valley, uh, CVPH Hospital, AMC Hospital in Saranac Lake, um, as well as here at the farm. Um, our program is a little bit different. We do a thing right now, which is called our, we call it the Crow Card, and it's like a credit card. So members, when they buy their CSA share, um, they they give us $350 for $400 worth of credit. They can use this card at any one of our pickups. Um, there's no such thing as they, they can't miss a pickup. The money stays right on their card. They come up to the stand. They take whatever it is they want, um, and then we just take it off their card. Um, they have 20, 20 to 21 weeks to spend that money on their card. Um, we used to prepack boxes. We used to do... A lot of people design their own share, and we just found that the logistics of that is a lot easier for us to um, grow what sort of research has shown, what people like, and we try to bring that in, in volume and quantity to the pickups. So, 
So around this season, what, uh, what do you think seems to be some of the most popular things that people are uh, wanting in their you know boxes? Yeah, I always I always joke with people because in a in a perfect world, every CSA would just have spinach, tomatoes, um, sweet corn, and strawberries. You know, that's sort of like our our that's sort of the the mainstay of what people think about. Um, here at Fledging Crow, we're really heavy on greens. Our members. I think look forward to the spinaches, the field mix, the head lettuces. We do a lot of saute and Asian greens here. So for the first four to five weeks of our CSA, people get their fill of greens. Um, we keep these greens going the entire season. In a couple weeks, we'll start to have beets that'll come in. By middle of July, um, people are starting to see beans, sugar snap peas, um, tomatoes are starting to roll in. So it's um, we do our best to mix it up. We obviously can only do so much with season extension, so we can, um, you know, we can only produce so much stuff by the first of June. Um, but our members, a lot of our members are returning members, uh, wonderful people in the community, and they, you know, they get excited for the greens. They're ready for the greens in June, and then we we just keep piling it on from there. So this week we have about uh, 15 items uh, that people can choose from. And within a month, it'll go up to probably about 30 items. So yeah, I'll pour some coffee. Let me pause you said black, buddy? Let's say Fletcher and Crow wasn't, you know, utilizing the CSA program. Mm-hmm. What do you think the farm would be like without it? Um, we've actually spent a ton of time in the last three years uh, imagining what our farm would look like without the CSA. Um, our farm this year is producing about 50 acres of cash crop growing 35 to 40 different crops is extremely difficult to manage um, especially being certified organic Um, and so our farm right now does a lot of larger wholesale outside of the area we would probably boil the farm down to growing four or five different crops on a larger scale um, it would allow us to manage our fields better for weed pressure. Um, and now it sounds silly to say, but the larger diversity of crops that you grow, the more difficult it is to manage your farm in general. So the CSA is is wonderful because it gives us that capital um, for payroll, for seeds, for soil. But it is very difficult because we already have collected the money. And so... Um, it's a constant struggle. We, we actually run kind of two farms here. We run like a wholesale farm and then a CSA market farm. Um, there would be uh, – <laughs> our, our number of employees would probably be a lot less. Um, today in the field we have about 10 people getting ready for the weekend markets. Um, we would be able to streamline things a little bit more. Um, if we didn't have a CSA, we'd be able to mechanize a little bit more. We feel that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that the the CSA has really built this farm, and so we feel really dedicated to the community, which is why we stay in it. Um, in 2018, I, I would not emphasize starting farmers, young or old, to start a CSA program. It's a very, very difficult way to make a living. Um, there's we haven't found that there's a ton of profit in the CSA program, which is, you know, I think it's a little disappointing for people to hear. Um, but we've tried to diversify the way that we sell 
products so that we can keep the CSA going. Right now, Fledging Crow does about um, 10 acres of carrots, in which we wholesale um, on a larger basis. We do a ton of spinach. Uh, we do a ton of uh, shallots and onions and beets, which really help cash flow us being able to keep our food local. Um, it's obviously very tough for population up here. Um, there's some other wonderful farms in the area that have gotten out of CSA because the logistics of organizing it are are very difficult. I'm not going to say a nightmare, but they're very difficult. Yesterday, we had three trucks on the road, and I was employing seven people just to distribute our product. Um, and that can be difficult. And year in and year out, one might say that it's it's not sustainable. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to find a magical number of CSA members and which is, you know, we're fulfilling the, the demand that's there for our product, but also trying to make a living for ourselves too, you know? So kind of just to go back to what we were saying before, you said uh, CSA, sometimes it's not the most profitable mm -hmm. and yet a business is still a business. But is there, I suppose, more of this, this moral ground that you try to stay with? You know, you don't want to kind of get on that bigger level because of some personal ideals. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, this past week, we started sort of all of our pickups. We have one more to do up in Lake Placid. And... It's difficult, and at about 5 in the morning, I was looking at um, numbers and numbers for our payroll, our bills, X, Y, Z, and and the cash flow is really poor right now on our farm. It's a tough time on a veggie farm in June, but it's just so rewarding when you get to see. Um, I did a pickup at the CVPH Hospital in Plattsburgh, and a lot of these people I've known now for almost you know eight, nine years, and it really is rewarding when someone comes up and they're so enthusiastic and excited about your food. That's the paycheck, you know, and that's either good enough or it's not good enough. And if it wasn't good enough and the day when that doesn't become good enough, when a woman comes up with her two kids and says how excited she is about having spinach again in her refrigerator, then we'll need to move on. Um, right now, 2018, we're just, we're glad to be where we're at. We're glad to have, um, the CSA members that we do. We understand that our food isn't cheap, you know, certified organic local food. It's not cheap, no matter how it's produced. Um, when I brought the truck home yesterday, um, my partner, Jess and another, um, intern here at the farmer running our little local pickup and two ladies stopped by after hours to pick their shares up and, We've known them since we started the farm. They invested in our farm when there was no greenhouses, there was no wash barn, there was no walk-in coolers. And we feel very dedicated to these people. And this is the real reason why we've stayed in the CSA. Members from Keene Valley to Lake Placid, Saranac Lake, Plattsburgh have just, they've been awesome. Um, we put emails out and say, hey, we're having a really tough financial time. Please buy your CSA shares. And people respond to it. Um, people get their, their taxes back and they buy their shares and we're just, we're really grateful for that. And, and that is by far the number one reason why we stayed in the CSA. Um, I can say honestly, if farmers are listening to this, that the CSA model is very, very difficult to make work in an area with difficult demographics and population, um, high population centers, it can work. You know, the distribution isn't quite as far. Um, 
but it, because it's tricky up here in the North Country, I, financially it doesn't make a ton of sense. So yeah, that, you hit on it. That's why we're pretty much still in the CSA. So as far as logistics, you know, how do people pick these things up? Is it all at the farmer market, uh, you know, schedule that you have throughout the summer? Um, yeah, so we have um, six different pickups, or actually seven different pickups that people can choose from. Um, people come up. They We have two shares. We have a market share, which people get a crow card. It's like a little credit card. Uh, their name is on it. Um, the amount of money, they come up and they take whatever it is they want. They can take... Four pounds of carrots, a pound of spinach, as many tomatoes as they want, X, Y, Z. They come up to the register, they check out, and we take it off their card. Um, we, the other share that we offer is called a full share. A full share is considerably more money, but it's free choice. So you come up to the stand, you say good morning or good afternoon, you take whatever it is your family will eat. We have about 50 people in our uh, membership that do full shares, and these are people that are super dedicated to, to eating i mean they've got usually big families um we don't pre-pack any boxes um, we don't do customized shares we find that the logistics here at the home farm packing for every every pickup is is a lot you need quite the quite the pack line so we bring what it is is ready in the field we try to give csa members an email that the the week prior to the pickup and say hey here's what to look forward to Obviously, if you're really looking forward to a sweet pepper and we don't have those in the greenhouse ready to go, you're probably going to go to the store and get a sweet pepper, X, Y, Z. So if we, f- we find that if people know what's coming the week prior to the pickup, they'll, you know, it works out pretty good. How many folks do you have in your CSA? Um, this year, today, mid-June, we're at about 350. Um, I'm sure that we're hoping uh, that a few more people will sign up during the season. We usually have 40 to 50 people sign up. So I think that we'll finish the season in around 400. Um, Our CSA this year goes from uh, the first week of June until the third week in October. Do you have any folks that like are coming from kind of far away or are they all relatively local to the North country? Yeah, that's a good question. We have several people that are just summer people up here that buy full shares um, that come up to their their places in the summer, and they live with three or four other families. Um, we do have a few folks that come up from Glens Falls to get our stuff. Um, we have several people from the Tupper Lake area, north of Plattsburgh, a half an hour. They come down to Plattsburgh, so not super far, but yeah, within a half an hour and 45 minutes of some of our pickup sites, we do. Yep. Go downhill. For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Bergren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music, at bergrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid. Mm-hmm.